Hey, I'm Josh and this is my dad, Peter. Hello. This is a podcast about parenting and our relationship, um, but we're us, so uh, we're sure to get distracted and go the long way around any question. This is The Long Answer. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Show off. I can count that far. I'm clever. You musicians are debilitated. You can only count to four. Hilarious. I've One, literally two, in my entire life never heard that before. Really? Mm. Yeah, I like to be original. I love the way we can do irony and sarcasm all mixed in together. It's really good. Well, I'm a little bit concerned about this episode because uh, this is the first one we haven't got like video available for, for some reason. Uh, yeah. Me and Alice can see each other, um, which I don't know if it's going to be weird or okay, but I'm going to leave it there for now. Yeah, um, that's fine. But I can't see you, Dad, so I I, I, off, I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to tell when you're being sarcastic or not. Great. Mm. <laughs> and you could disappear and I wouldn't notice for a couple of minutes because I'd think, oh, you're just taking the mic again like you did at the beginning. Oh, well, that's harsh. Like I take the mick a lot. Well, just occasionally. Yeah, okay. Uh, do we do a welcome thing? And I've forgotten how we intro these. Do we just sort of roll into the conversation or do we actually have like a, a, a welcome to the long answer spiel? Well, you've got a pre-recorded welcome to the spiel thing, haven't you? Haven't oh, you I used the I same have, yeah. one several times? Yeah, I guess. Why are you offended by that? Do you want to record a brand new one for this week? You can do if you like, but I'm really not that bothered. It, it works, doesn't it? It, it does. All right, I guess well, this is the intro then. I guess we've started. I don't know why I always constantly forget. I really should listen to the last episode before recording each one. Um, <laughs> What are we on now? Episode seven. So we're in the, like, the last two now. This is like the home stretch and we're looking back over the whole story because we've already finished the chronological order, haven't we? Last Last week we were talking about parenting as or parenting adults yes we we nearly did yes <laughs> what do you mean oh yeah <laughs> we went off off theme as we do from time to time yeah i i don't know i don't even remember what we went off theme doing though because i know we've 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 gone off talking about witches before we've gone off talking about turkey porn before and i don't like but i don't think either of those were last week's episode no no, we have definitely gone off on one on a number of occasions. But today, I believe you have asked me to do top 10 tips. I have, yes, for parenting. Um, have you remembered your other homework? No. <laughs> so this is what, like the Compute- third episode in a row? Computer says no. You start, thing is, you started so strong with the whole warm-up game thing. I did. What happened? Well, life, basically, you know, um, it is, yeah, it's been quite interesting here. Um, yeah. You get the occasional phone call and what have you, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's been quite a thing, and I'm, uh, I'm trying to pay off my mortgage so that when I'm unemployed in a year's time, I can still live in my house rent-free and mortgage-free. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it's been a complicated time. Are you exhausted just mentally now? 
I am. I, seriously, my brain is absolutely fried. Everybody's been telling me to have respite care. But if I do that, your mum goes in a nursing home. And mm. at the moment, with the access and all kinds of problems with getting in to visit people in nursing homes, I, you don't I'm just not prepared to do that. No, that's no. fair enough. That's abs- I think you're probably doing the right thing, as yeah. difficult as it is for you short term. Yeah. Um, it is. And I've, I've had a couple of medical problems. Sorry, you're back on again. Yeah, my back's been playing me up something terrible. And um, I've got shaky shaky hand syndrome. I've got I've always had shaky hands, but I am throwing cups of coffee all over the place and trays of food. And all of a sudden, my arm seems to go into spasm and uh, everything goes flying. So that's a little bit weird. So I haven't had the spasm, but my... Um... I don't call it shape. I, might, I call it my tremor. My tremor gets worse when I'm tired or stressed. I don't yeah. know about yours. Yeah. But I've never thrown a cup across the room. Oh, um, I've never thrown there. one across the room, but up in the air. So like <laughs> coffee everywhere, literally <laughs> everywhere. So that's, that's slightly embarrassing, I'll be honest. Well, I've not done coffee. Although um, uh, at work where um, producer Alice works relative to me, like I have to walk past this big glass wall. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, in front of her desk to get to the kitchen and stuff so occasionally occasionally basically every time I walk past every I try time. and do yeah some sort of commando roll, roll or crawl or some sort of like silly walk to get any sort of a reaction um and with the water the, I, I went downstairs because um, my manager wanted two pints of water I don't know why um so I went to the kitchen and I did no walk um, I was just like normal, so, and I, but I filled both of these pint glasses up to the absolute brim, and I sort of walked very slowly, trying not to spill it. Waited until I could see out the corner, corner of my eye, Alice and everyone in the room was looking at me, and then I went ah ah ah, and did like a fake sneeze and threw the water all over the wall, was <laughs> stealing the window everywhere. Like there was only half left in each glass. And then just carried on without looking in. <laughs> and it was one of uh, it's one of the funnier ones, I think. Yeah. Well, I say it. You clearly didn't get the. No, I, I just well, your sneeze just made me think of me. That's just my kind it, of sneeze, and I apologise for that. Well, if I fake sneeze, I do your sneeze because that I don't. Oh, did, does your do you, does your dad have like a dad sneeze? No, I don't think so. I think it's just pretty normal. Because I've always felt like there's. A dad sneeze. My dad screams the word achoo as he sneezes. <laughs> I don't consciously do it. It's just something... That's even weirder, though. I know. Like, oh, it's my wonderful subconscious mind. Like, if you were doing it deliberately because that was, like, your thing, that would be funnier. But the fact that you do it without realising you do it is kind of odd. Uh, but I am odd, and that's okay, because most of us are odd in some way or another, aren't we? Um, right, well, we've gone through, I guess, the period of time that would normally be filled with some sort of gap. So let's just pretend we've done that. <laughs> some sort of warm-up or something. Um, have you have you done your homework? Have you popped together your list? I have, but I, I would want to sort of say that actually there is sort of a thing we could do, which connects with this week's theme as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um. And and that's um, looking at the idea of lists of things to make us succeed or, or be more comfortable in 
um, parenting or being a, a dad or whatever. So um, what do you think are your three best assets? Just three. Uh, my ass. <laughs> my uh my hips <laughs> and my modesty <laughs> i just feel the word moo splat coming on i don't know why but, um i was meaning more to do with characteristics rather than how gorgeous you are we all know that because you've told us before but just, this is an audio podcast, though. The listeners are going to have to just take our word for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I promise, I'm stunning. You stunned um, me a few times. Usually, yeah. when you've bought something with money, you haven't got. <laughs> but let's not go Wait, there. Don't drag well, up the past. To, yeah, you, you, you did that. No, I wanted you not to. You shouldn't drag up the past. Let go of it, Josh. Good grief. Right. Okay. No. So, um, three. My three best assets for me. Um, yeah. the thing is sometimes it can be a hindrance but I think my humour um, because even though it's not always actually all that funny and can get on people's nerves um, and realistically is largely just a, a defence mechanism for me like it, it does ease a lot of weird or awkward or frustrating situations I've been in for, for at least for myself so I'll go with my humour um Nowadays, I would say my sensitivity. Um, and this is tough. Okay, I'm gonna say my my passion, because if I if I love something, I really really love it. I would say that's both one of your strengths and your weaknesses. Because when yeah. you're passionate about something, you're gone to it. There's yeah. nothing else in the world. That's that's mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's the only thing that matters. And if anybody else doesn't get it, then basically they're <laughs> stupid and don't deserve to be alive. Yeah. Which is a bit harsh, I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a little harsh, but it's yeah, I don't know why that is about myself. I'm very naught to a hundred. It's either yay or nay. There's never any middle ground. Have you got three for yourself or was that the game? Yeah, I mean I think um it is sort of my sense of humour, but my ability to talk to complete and utter strangers and start a conversation with somebody who doesn't know me from Adam. Yeah. Um, I, th- I love being able to do that. It, everybody thinks I do it really comfortably, but every time it's a step in the dark, you don't know whether you're going to get a positive reception or not. Um, mm. And it is very much... A, a faith thing in regard to sort of you just have to trust that people are basically nice um and they are actually um there's far more good out there than there is the other sort and mm. usually people will respond um and you know within a couple of sentences whether they're going to or not and then you just back off if if it looks as though it's uncomfortable for them yeah um, so as long as you have that respect to be able to step back from it, it's fine. But I've had conversations with total strangers about really deep, profound things. And they mm. start to talk and then they say, I don't know why I'm telling you this. 
So, yeah. I mean, it's it's that's definitely one I love. Um, I I like the fact that I'm very consistent about my inconsistencies. I'm I'm real about who I am, and I know who that is, mm. and I'm okay with that, even though I know some of it's a problem. Right. Um, to me and to other people sometimes. Um, and whilst I'm willing to moderate my behaviour in certain settings to make other people feel more comfortable, I'm not prepared to be somebody else. I'm, yeah. I'm just, I can only be me. Um, and going back to previous references, the Shakespeare and the... West Wing and all that sort of business. Uh, above, above all else, to thine own self be true. Just you can only be you in the end. And yeah. you either you either succeed or fail as you, but actually it's it's you. So it doesn't matter. It's just just be you and accept that. So humor and engagement with people, um, being real. That that's something that I like about myself and I, I think I think I'm quite steadfast it's an old-fashioned word but mm. um I stick with people and I stick with stuff yeah um and I think you know I'm not I, I'm not claiming to be perfect or anything like that yeah I really know who I am but um I I try and support people and not just for that moment and I care about what they're doing later on down the track and um I I try and carry things out to the end rather than starting and running away. Well, I'm glad because I didn't want to leave this podcast unfinished. Good, good, good. <laughs> what about Alice? I was going to say, you've had 14 minutes to think, Alice. Usually you 14. forget. Yeah, no, because the question only came up about three minutes ago. Yeah, but you're very smart, so you can think in triple time. Um, <laughs> um, I would say my drive in relation to wanting to succeed or mm-hmm. my career, or I'm similar to you in that sense, Josh, where um, if I'm passionate about something I am a hundred percent in and there is no middle ground with me either um I'm either all in or all out there's just that's it that's how I that's how I am um I would say oh god uh, yeah the second and third are hard aren't they yeah you think of the first one you're like I've got this in the bag but <laughs> apparently not uh if okay so if I care about somebody um then I will go out of my way for them day or night you could ring me at two in the morning and I'd be in my car and I would be there if that person needs Mm. me um so in that sense I'd say how caring I am but not to everyone if you do me dirty then you're out (laughs) I'm glad I haven't done you dirty I know you saved my ass a couple times made sure I got home safely when I otherwise would have drowned in a pool of muddy water yeah you probably would have done (laughs) um but no um and I'd say probably my weirdness just like you know how I was singing yesterday well singing is a is an interesting word for that but yes scream into the Britney 
<laughs> screaming to the Britney oh, Dad, Christmas you song. Didn't hear. It was it was in, certainly interesting. It was probably one of the funniest things I've witnessed. Alice and Mel like yelling at the top of their lungs this Britney Christmas song, which is apparently is huge and I've never heard of in my entire life. <laughs> It was something else. But yeah, just, <laughs> just being weird and having fun and not taking life too seriously. Yeah, all right, I'll support that. I think I'd agree with with all all of both of your answers. Cool. Well, think of the third one for. That was the third. One. Was it? Yeah. yeah. Tell us what they were again, because I only heard two. Did you dip out? Don't think so. Falling asleep cool. over there. This is yeah. why we need. This is why we need the camera. Yeah, yeah. so we can check that you're still paying attention. Tell I'm not tidy in the office up or something. Yeah. <laughs> so it was the first one was my drive. The second one yeah. was um, how caring I am, and the third one was how weird I can be. And okay, yeah, that's three. Yeah, have I'll fun and not take life too seriously. I heard all three of those, and yes, they definitely Just chose not to listen. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Right. Well, uh, let's roll into it then. Yeah, have you got your you got your list ready? I have. Yeah. I mean, realistically, I think ten was a bit ambitious for me, so I don't know how long we're going to spend on each point. But what's what have you got? Are you going to go in ascending? Have you are they in any particular order at all? Um, I've sort of ordered them a little bit while I've been here. Um, okay. While I've been sat waiting to get through, but I, I just um, they don't have to be that long. Um, most of them are quite short. So we should be able to get through quite a few in in quite a little time. So shall I just get on and then you can challenge me on any of them or whatever? Yeah, yeah go for it. What's your first one? Breathe. Um, I should say, I should say sorry, I don't know if we've, we've recorded this. These are the top 10 tips for parenting. Yeah. That's a, I don't know if we actually said that. It's a good idea that. to tell folks. <laughs> I just realised we've just launched into this list, and I'm not a hundred. I mean, we might have done. I might have to go back and listen, but I'm not a hundred percent sure we actually clarified what the list was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so top ten list for parenting. Number one, breathe. Breathe. Um, you'll remember I I've said in previous episodes about being surprised by parenting and it coming up quite yeah. quickly, and I think it's that managing to take time to just adjust yourself to the future reality before it gets to be a reality. And when Mm -hmm. it gets to be a reality, just to sort of breathe with it. You do it quite naturally, actually. Um, It is is a thing, but it it is something you should cherish and hold on to. So having a baby asleep on your shoulder, honestly, there's... I can't imagine what my life would have been without that um feeding you meeting your needs and just in doing that there's just moments where you breathe and think actually you know this is quite a privilege actually um it's not a job it's not a burden um it's it's a little bit wonderful and it's just taking that time just to and when you hear a baby crying people leap up and go and deal with it give yourself some time just breathe have a sip of your coffee if you've got one on the go 
and then going and then go and deal with it and then you're going in calm you're going in not to deal with a problem but you're going to meet a need okay okay so breathe i like that the next ones um you see it's really interesting we're talking about tips for parenting but actually, most of these are tips for life. So that first one could apply to all sorts of things. And so could the next one. Okay. Know yourself. What worries me about the way people live nowadays a little bit? I mean, it's happened in the past as well, but to a lesser extent. Um, mm -hmm. People marry people or get together with partners that they've known for a while. They've They've grown together. They've had conversations. They've argued before they've got anywhere near marriage or um, long-term relationships they've found out each other's weaknesses they've found out each other's strengths just mm -hmm. in spending time it used to be called courting then it was called dating and now it's called why bother <laughs> showing your age yeah well listen uh, hey my age means i'm married to the same person after 28 years i'll, I'll have that that is that is true. Fair you enough. Know, so she, she couldn't get rid of you for lack of trying. Yeah. Well, the mass mass majority of marriages survive. Um, the statistics are absolutely unreal and unfair because they talk about failures of marriages, but that includes third and fourth marriages. Mm. If, if you add all the remarriages together, or if you took them out so that you were only counting the people who've been married once. The massive majority of marriages last a really good long time um, and a lot right through life. Anyway, um, that went off on a tangent because that's what we do. But know yourself. So work out your own triggers. Never mind letting somebody else work them out and press them. I suppose, yeah, you have to know what really gets on your nerves so you yeah. can avoid it in the future be aware of your temperament i mean we go into situations wound up and when you're wound up and you go into a situation you're not listening properly it's a scientific fact there are chemicals released in your body that make you want to either run away or kick the hell out of something um mm -hmm. when you're having any kind of stress episode if you're not aware of that when you're going into a, a, even a slight situation, you're going to make it worse. Um, so to know yourself and just to breathe and know yourself and where am I today, where am I at, just mm. before you walk into a situation, it's really good. So work out your own triggers, work out. Um, we talked about Sarah running through me at the door. Um <laughs> You know, before yeah. I walked in the house, I always braced myself because I knew there was going to be something. And I'd, I'd, I'd also spend time before I got into the house from work or wherever, just because I knew I'd be coming into. Would you just like things to say that I wouldn't necessarily understand? Uh, I got better at it later on in life. But, uh, oh, well, same with everything, though, isn't it? Practice it is. makes better. Yeah. Okay. Communication. Can you remember Pepper Pop talks? Oh, jeez. Yeah. I mean, only as you say it now, but yeah. So we had these. I, I assume, Alice, did you have any sort of family meeting when uh, you were younger? Yeah, I would have done, yeah. 
so a pepper pot meeting is essentially just a family meeting okay but because we're reists um <laughs> everyone's talking all the time so the rule it's like the speaking stick so you can only talk if you have the pepper pot and i assume the pepper pot was just what was in front of us all at the first family meeting we had to have or something mm-hmm. and then it, that it came from that am i right in remembering that sort that? of i mean the the reality is i i got the idea initially from um marriage talks um and it was called pillow talk and as a couple you would be expected to be in bed talking about a subject and what you'd do is um only the person with the pillow is allowed to talk and the other person doesn't get the pillow until they can repeat back to the other person what they've actually said. Huh, um, interesting. Now, it never got as refined as that in our pepper pot talks because usually somebody <laughs> stalked out before uh, before we'd got too far because they recognised they weren't getting their own way. Don't um, worry, Sarah, I won't name you. Good, good, good. But it wasn't really Sarah. Um, <laughs> no, I know. It's not just, fair. Just I for clarity. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, sometimes it wasn't only children. <laughs> so, yep. I mean, the reality is, it's quite a difficult thing to talk openly and honestly about things that mean something to you yeah, when somebody else is taking the mick or or not seeming to care in the way they're talking about it. Mm. So, uh, communication is really important, and it's going back to those chemicals and things. Sometimes, um, when you're in an, a row or you're expecting a row which you're particularly good at, expect yep. um, you build yourself up for it. And therefore you're coming in aggressively without anything actually to fight against. Sometimes. Yeah, you already got your, your heckles up. Heckles? So Cockles? What's yeah, the phrase? Hackles. Hackles. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. close. It's a, and you're a dog person. You should have got the hackles, but there we go. Why? What's a hackle in relation to a dog? It's the hackles on the back of the neck. They stand up when they cross did not know that there you go there's my thing new thing for the day you're so good with dogs they're never cross with you (laughs) clearly must be it (laughs) yeah (laughs) it must be so communication and and there's loads of different ways of working it out and it has to be a way that works for you never mind pepper pot talks or pillow talks or anything find a way that works for whoever you are um and Learn to actually communicate, not just talk. The amount of people who spend their time listening to another person, trying to find an answer to what the person's already said, instead of listening to what they're actually saying. Mm. How many times have you found yourself in that position where somebody's talking and you're still trying to find an answer to the first thing they said, and they've been talking for another two minutes since then, you haven't heard most of it? Not properly. Yeah. Because you're looking for an answer. Because it's competition or a battle. And it's not. Communication isn't like that. Communication's supposed to be, how can I help you understand me better? Mm. How but it's can really I hard to do as well, isn't you it? Better? Yeah. So the, the irony of that statement is whatever, whatever you say in response to it, I mean... <laughs> Is, is always wrong because you're literally talking about not responding and just listening yeah so yeah. it's sort of like i feel like you've set me a trap but i mean i i did learn or at least i was challenged by that for the first time really uh this last earlier this year um on a different podcast i worked on um with producer alice there was a guest 
um, who ran a mental health organization called um, Bar- Lions Barber Collective. And um, he talked about exactly what you've just said, the whole um, human conversation for some reason that we get so worked up in trying to have an answer or going, oh, this is what I know, how I can chip in, just like I've done here, um, uh, instead of just being open and listening and, and, and letting the thought play out and stuff and really being there in the moment. Yeah. Yes. The irony of that statement, of course, is that whenever you put it in as a response to that, it cancels itself out. I don't. I don't think it really needs to, because if if you've breathed and spent that time listening to that person, you're then going to come back with a ten times better response, and mm. it's it's not going to be a reaction. So there's a difference between a response and a reaction. Responses are fine. Mm-hmm. reactions are the problem uh, we spend most of our time reacting to what the other person said rather than responding to it um, yeah. and sometimes also you can depersonalize it um, which is great because um, if you manage to depersonalize a conversation and you're talking about the issues rather than the personalities involved it can be really helpful the best piece of pastoral advice i ever got was if if you don't know how to sort something out, if you're absolutely trapped in a situation and you've no idea how to get out, imagine somebody came and asked you about that situation. How would you advise them? Because it takes all the personal out of it. It takes all the emotion out of it. And now you're just dealing with the facts of the situation mm. and you come to a much better idea of how to move forward why is it do you think we struggle with the whole not wanting to take what would be our own advice well i I think part of that is to do with what people say about us and the way we've grown to feel about ourselves and actually it links into the next one so um, number four is trust and it's i've just put the word trust okay so is that is that relevant to like you or your your partner or co-parent or it's 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 everything um if you're in a relationship that's not working it's very difficult to trust the other person mm-hmm. and um your relationships with your children can become battles and um i've watched dads play games that they know are going to wind mum up deliberately to wind mum up not because the child enjoys doing it but just because they want to annoy the other parent Right. So love without trust isn't really love. Mm-hmm. It's maybe infatuation, it may be desire, it may be lust, it may be all sorts of things, but it isn't love. Because if you don't trust the other person, if you don't trust yourself in the relationship even, um, mm-hmm. then that's it can't be love. If you're waiting for the next hit. Yeah. Because actually it also means you didn't forgive them for the last one. If you're expecting the next one. Yeah, I guess. But maybe there's something to be said for the difference between forgiveness and forgetting. I Yeah, I don't believe in forgetting. I really don't. I think um, God's got a really bad memory. According to the Bible, it says God forgets our sins, which is, I think, 
I like that. <laughs> he's just, yeah, they're not on his radar anymore. He's got other things to deal with. Well, thank God. He's forgotten. He'd <laughs> uh, have to have a big memory. I'm, I'm not God. I'm just a bloke. And um, I think it's actually healthy to remember. It's not healthy to dwell on it. Yeah. And to relive it. Post-traumatic stress is about reliving episodes that have uh, damaged our our life and our psyche if you like so mm-hmm. um it's it's learning to trust yourself um who was the most perfect parent in your opinion the most perfect parent it was always my friend's parent yeah <laughs> i mean yeah, realistically no. growing what up what did i say earlier on take the emotion out of it it's different do yeah. you see how that connects well, you never, you never saw the the discipline or the the bad stuff, did you, or the frustration no. in your friend's parent relationship? No, because everybody's on best behaviour because you're there. It's it's the same with Instagram. You you only ever see the highlight reel. Yeah. You don't see the actual real real life. No. No, that's good. Okay. Um, so that that so what was my answer? Uh, I thought I, I'll be honest. I I was playing it safe. I thought your answer would be God. No, is your perfect parent. My answer oh, is well, no. You have my answer uh, is no one. No one has ever been a perfect. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Um, actually, the the interesting thing is, I'm I'm a Bible reader. You know, I'm a Christian. That's the way I work. I have but heard the rumors. Yeah, there's almost no good example of parenting anywhere in the scriptures. There's there's none. I'm just it's, just thinking, and the first thing that came to mind was Abraham taking his son up to the top of a mountain to stab him to death. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> so yeah, fair play. Listen, um, and on nearly every parenting story through Scripture has some kind of negative story around it, which which mm-hmm. makes you think, "Ah, oh, what's going on here?" Um, perfect doesn't mean perfect. Perfect means complete it doesn't mean without mistakes yeah so when the bible says be perfect because i am perfect it doesn't mean never make mistakes it means be complete be entire be you know i am who i am and that's who i am Mm. um and i'm not nobody's going to complete me there is no relationship that's going to complete me because I'm complete. Any relationship I'm in adds to me. It makes me more, but it doesn't make me complete. And even when two become one in a relationship, you have to be complete before that happens. Yeah, you can't you can't need the other person to to make you. No, because otherwise the wheels will come off at some point. Anyway, um so yes, trusting. Um, thinking and knowing. That sounds weird, but do you know, um, the best thing ever invented, parent and toddlers groups, um, you know. Sure if, it's not Formula One? I'm pretty sure it's not Formula One. Although this mm. goes on at Formula One as well. 
every time you go on the camera, you see people gossiping around, sharing stories, what's went wrong, what went right, what do we need to improve to make it better this time? And you've got a bunch of mums and dads sat around with their kids saying, what went wrong, what went <laughs> right, um, how can we make things better for next time? It's, it's, it's just informed thinking, using other people's experiences and thinking. Um, mm-hmm. You don't have to learn from your mistakes. You can learn from other people's too. Um, and I, I admit completely honestly that sometimes we learn more permanently from our own mistakes. But I do think um, if if we're wise, we'll learn from those conversations. And there's a difference between thinking something and knowing something. And sometimes we absolutely know something, but actually it's almost certainly not completely true. How do you mean? What do you mean the difference between thinking something and knowing something? Okay, so um, there's all kinds of things about life that there are certainties talked about on the internet. Um, people are absolutely certain this is a plot or that's a plot or um, you, you get, right. I know this, I know this, I really know this. So I need other people to know this. Well, actually, you probably don't know it. It's it's a perspective that's come from a particular section of society or a, um, an, in, an informed group that have informed themselves on the information they've got and they might mm. have inside tracks on what's going on and all sorts of things. But actually, you know, you don't know me. You, you, you think you know me, but you don't know me. No, you know a lot about me. Yeah. And we get on really well because we know each other quite well in lots of ways. But I don't know you either. I'm, no. Well, I mean, even I, I would I would say sometimes maybe we don't even know ourselves all the time. Yeah. So not how fully. Can you expect no. else to? And that's that's where the knowing ourselves is so important, is trying to make sure we at least know where we're coming from and why. Mm-hmm. And then when we engage with other ideas and other people's things, we're coming from a solid perspective of knowing who we are and what our thinking is and our priorities are. And then we can be changed because we're secure. The people who can't change are the insecure ones that are fighting their own corner because they're not sure of their own corner. People only defend things if they think they're vulnerable. Mm. Have we talked about my uh, Jenga sermon on these talks i don't know if we have i'll be honest i don't know if i remember it okay so um uh, uh, one of the talks i do in church is about the difference between kingdom and empire um uh, as christians we talk about the kingdom of heaven and it's it's about a place that's constantly evolving it's about constant development and reacting and responding to what's going on around and it's a way of us being the church still 2000 years down where the whole world's changed in so many ways um, and is absolutely the same in others. It's, it's a really complicated way to live. And I do this talk with um, Jenga towers and I get two tables at the front and I get kids usually um, to build Jenga towers. And what, what I do is I say to them, Uh, build me something. And then they start building and then, when I see one's particularly good and getting particularly tall or anything like that, um, I'll be talking about growing and I'll be talking about development and all sorts of things. And then I'll go and kick the table. And I the think tower we did speak about this because I think you, you pushed Sam's tower down or something. He was super mad at you. That's, yeah, is that yeah. right? 
Absolutely. But, <laughs> uh, the thing is, then what they do is they, they then start rebuilding. And that's what we've been doing for thousands of years. We, we, we start to rebuild. That's how people are alive still in the world because after ice ages and, and global warming of different types through the time that people have been on the planet, we've survived because we've adapted. Mm-hmm. And the church will only survive if it adapts. And so will communities only survive if they adapt. And so will families only survive if they adapt. Um, it's, it's that flexibility. If you build a bridge absolutely solid, it'll collapse. There's got to be flexibility in it for it to be able to stand. Anyway. Um, so yeah. would you recommend people joining those sorts of like uh, parent-toddler groups? Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Um, and if it's not that, then something else. Um, there's all sorts of online forums and things like that. I think it's better face-to-face because... Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell somebody goes quiet on the internet, but you can't tell when they're crying. Um, and when you're face to face, sometimes, you know, if you've had a difficult morning getting the kids out for school or whatever, um, and somebody's made you feel like dirt or things mm. are just not going well. And by the way, you don't know how you're going to buy a loaf of bread for tea and what have you. Mm-hmm. you. You can't really hear that on the internet. And especially with typed words rather than, um, you know, some people are better at it than others, but generally speaking, it's easier to do when you've got somebody in front of you. Oh yeah, I always prefer. I'm one of those weirdos that always prefers a phone call to to text. So much yeah. gets lost in text. Yeah. Anyway, so I mean, so thinking and knowing, and and learning the difference, and learning to actually accept that I'm going to upset you, Josh. I'm really sorry. We do this from yeah. time to time. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> You don't know everything. Rude. I do know everything. I am perfect. Josh, (laughs) you do not know everything, and neither do I. I suppose I didn't know you were going to say I don't know everything, so maybe you are correct. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see it coming, so. Okay. The next one's also connected to some of the others, but it's it, it's worth having on its own. And it's the difference, in a way, between communicating mm. and just listening. So um, listen is, is the next point. We're on, by the way, we're on number six now. Okay. Um, listen. And listening's not just about listening to what someone's saying, although that's really important. But it's listening to the way they're saying it. It's watching their body language. It's thinking of the context of the conversation. Sometimes you'll be in a chat and somebody will seem to go off on a total tangent. Sometimes it's even not me. Um, (laughs) And somebody will go off on something completely different. It's because they've just got to the stage where they feel they can say what they want to say and it's got nothing to do with this, but they want somebody to listen to them. Yeah. And it, it, it's that listening to what's going on around you. Okay. So find positive. Okay. Um, that's in, in everything. It's actually good for you if you find positive in all sorts of things. If you find right. a blessing in something instead of the curse. Um, 
you're, you're, you're much better off because it makes your health better, your temperament better, everything else. Um, again, in a, in a different marriage or relationship type talk, um, uh, one of the guys, he's a dad, and he was struggling with a teenage son who mm-hmm. almost never came out of his room and his room was like a bomb had gone off and it was is just... This, is this you? Are you talking about you? No, 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 no. This is someone and me. Else. No, no, no. <laughs> okay. Um, and uh, he was just sick of it. He just got fed up with his kid not talking to him other than in grunts. Um, <laughs> and uh, just just thought, no, I'm not, I'm not just going to tolerate this to go on. So one day he went up and he knocked on his son's door and he got the usual... Ugh! from inside the room <laughs> and he opened the door pretending it was coming <laughs> and uh, he looked up at the ceiling of the bedroom and said well done your ceiling is so tidy thank you that's great and then he the walked out aggressive thing. he walked out of the room and this lad what and he came out and had the first conversation he'd had with his dad in a long time. Now, you, that's one example, but it's just the idea is find something positive to say. Um, can you, Bambi was cool. You you watched Bambi when you were little. You probably can't remember a thing about it other than Thumper. Oh, I remember the film Bambi yeah, and Thumper, yeah. yeah. If, if you, you can't if you say anything, anything nice... That's the one. Don't say nothing at all. Exactly. Right. So find something positive to say. Um, even if you're going to tell somebody off, find something positive to say as well. Well, they always say, um, like, it, particularly for managers, if you're giving feedback, give them a shit sandwich. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, it's from the Bible, by the way. <laughs> what they say, give them a shit sandwich. Yeah, yeah no, seriously. When Paul's writing his letters, he, he usually starts off by saying something really great about them, then tells them what's wrong. <laughs> <laughs> right and then okay. tells them how he's looking forward to seeing them because they're so cool um so it's 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 a very ancient way of doing things there's nothing new about it at all and i should imagine he got it from greek philosophy as well rather than it being necessarily his own idea mm-hmm. <clears throat> but so there we go we've got that idea of um finding something positive to say even if you've had a really rubbish day, find something good to say about it. Mm-hmm. And then once everybody's calmed down and you've relaxed and had a cup of tea, you can then have a moan about what went wrong. Um, and you've calmed down a bit from it. Okay, find joy. That sounds like something dif- different or the same. But actually, when you're really listening, when you're really looking at people, when you're communicating with them, you have moments of the most intense joy. Um, you can't get it from drugs or alcohol. This is a t- totally different thing. It's just wonderful when you notice somebody doing something good or they've been stuck in a, a negative behaviour system or whatever and all of a sudden they do something brilliant. Mm. Don't make a fuss about it necessarily. Just enjoy it and just think, wow, that's great. Yeah, there has been um, a trend at the moment on... I'm going to sound like such an old fart talking about TikTok. Um, But there has been a trend going around TikTok uh, as we record this about 
like things you love about people and it's people in general i don't know if you've seen this ali you on tiktok uh yeah but i haven't seen it no oh it's like they, they do this trend of like what do you love about people and it's things like um when you see people like on the tube um smiling at the phone mm. like you have no idea what they're what they're happy about whether it's like some an old friend's text them or they've seen a funny cat picture they just love seeing that that smile or the moment where someone nearly trips up catches themselves looks around and then laughs at themselves <laughs> like those sorts of things yeah. i know it's slightly off topic but I, I do like the whole looking for the looking for the positives in people yeah good one does that make sense it does absolutely yeah and it's all it's all there but it's it's almost more when it's somebody you love when it's somebody that you're really connected with when mm. they do something like that or you know oh absolutely especially when you know the, the you know the what they've been dealing with running up to that absolutely you guys had a torrid time when we left the house and came to live across here and mm. it was really there were, there were lots of very difficult times and financial hardship and all sorts of things um, that were challenges and getting on with each other without us there to say no sure up yeah <laughs> listen to each other you know that sort of thing and it was quite a difficult time and then at christmas you decorated the tree together i say decorated the tree together some were more involved than others um and <laughs> when we saw that video you've no idea how much joy we got from it it was such a, i shared it with loads of people it still comes up in my memory feed know, every year because I because I absolutely loved it and it was you three doing stuff together. That's all it was. It gave us hope Good that fun. we might be able to do stuff together. And it's only taken like what five or six years from then, but we we even have like family video calls now. We do indeed, and where we actually get on. Yeah, and and they don't end in a storm out. So that's <laughs> it's harder to storm out on Facetime, but yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Um, the next one's going to sound weird, but actually, how about love? Oh, I guess it's obvious when you think about it, but yeah. But if you don't know what love is, how do you love someone else? I want to know what love is. <laughs> I just, and I can't sing any more of that, otherwise we'll have to pay them for it. <laughs> I haven't got a full song. <laughs> I mean, my definition of love, I think you know, and most people who know me will have heard it at some point. And I don't claim it's the only definition and I don't claim it's right, but it's it's true for me. Love is wanting the best for someone else, even if it costs you. Yeah. Love is wanting the best for someone else, even if it costs you. And if you want the best for your kids... And you're doing what you're doing for them rather than to ease your anger or deal with your frustration at them or whatever. If you're doing things because you actually want them to thrive, mm -hmm. you want good things for them, then it'll always be better. It won't always be good. It won't always be right. And sometimes even when you're doing your very best, they'll spit in your face um, and hurt you and mm. deliberately go out of their way to embarrass you in public places. Not mentioning any names, Josh. But mm -hmm. I think if if you genuinely want what's best for somebody rather than what you think, not your best for them, but the best for them, 
yeah. then everything you do will always go better. I imagine it's not easy separating the what you think is best and what is the best, though. No, but it's got to cost you, not them. Right, okay. It's a, that's that's where it comes from. The reality is, if I'm inflicting it on you and it's causing you pain and it's breaking the relationship and it's um, it's not actually always productive, sometimes if you come at it gently and slowly and... Um, I mean, you know, there are things that I've spoken to you about over two, three years. And then all of a sudden that will be different. It'll it'll have changed, but it'll be because you've decided, not because I said so. But you've seen something and you think, oh, I want to do that. And I don't think I've ever come to you and said, told you. <laughs> no, there's very rarely a told you so conversation. No. And I think before. that's because that's about power. That's about it's my idea. Mm. I don't care whether it's my idea or not. I want it to be the best for you. Um, and probably about five years ago, I got particularly good at stopping trying to win. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of that came from my relationship with my dad. And I got to a stage where I could go and he could say anything he liked to me and I'd walk away with a smile on my face because that's his problem. My my problem was just wanting to keep in touch and to keep your mm. kids in touch with him and to do a good thing, even if it's undeserved, even if it hurts me, because that's what love is. Anyway, love. And the last one is believe. Okay. Do you know Alcoholics Anonymous, one of one of their guides, one of their rules is um, to believe in a higher power. Really? Yeah. They don't, they're not specific about God or Jesus or... Um, any they don't say go idea. down this religious path or that religious path. They say believe in a higher power, something beyond yourself that you have no control over, that you can't manipulate, that you can't get that power to do what you want them to do, but to know that there is a power above yourself. And I think that's because we're always trying to fix ourselves. And uh, most people are still trying to do it on their deathbeds you know yeah the the reality is maybe you weren't broken anyway maybe that's who you are maybe if you just come to terms with who you are and to know that there is something beyond yourself that gives a damn whether you're alive or dead <laughs> that that cares when you're struggling Someone you can talk to that's not yourself, not your inner life, not your imaginary friend inside you, but something beyond yourself. And to talk to that beyond, I've talked to you in years gone by because you used to have problems with the word God. And, yeah. uh, and I said, well, God's not his name. It's not <laughs> God is the way we talk about the something that's beyond ourselves. 
that we can't fully understand or grasp, but nevertheless still knows who we are and cares about us. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's it's a wonderful thing to know that. So that's my last of the top ten. Um, we could talk about any of those or none of those, or um, you can challenge me on any of them if you think they're inconsistent. Or I don't think they are. To be honest, I think you've probably nailed it. I mean, having said that, I'm not a parent myself and don't have a plan to be, so it's not like um, I can go. <laughs> you got someone naked walking in the room. <laughs> what? Yep. <laughs> I forget you're not on the call, but Alice's face just then for a second, she was like sheer terror. And then the camera moved slightly towards the window. Like, okay, well, clearly there's like a penis just off screen or something. You're not far off, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Tom. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's funny. That's tickled me. Uh, yeah, what I was saying. You've been tickled oh, right. by a penis. That's not something <laughs> you, your dad wants to hear. Hey, mm. love is love. But also, no. Hey, no. Right. <laughs> Back on track. We did so well this episode. Yeah, um, we kept it relatively unsmutty this time, haven't we? Well, yeah, that's until, uh, you know, yeah. Alice started her own sort of strip show. I'm so yeah. sorry. Do, do <laughs> thank That me. was not the intention. You're supposed to be the professional one keeping us on track. I know. You thank me um, for your input, won't you? Ew, 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 ew. Behave <laughs> yourself, honestly. I, I, I can even, I can hear your smile. I don't need a camera for that one. <laughs> <laughs> Too proud of that. Um, no, like I don't think, I don't think I would necessarily challenge any of those. No, no more than I already have, or I had questions or anything like that. Like I'm obviously not a parent, so I've never been to most of your experiences, but a lot of them do make sense, as you say, even just for life. Um, so I think maybe that maybe it's a good thing. I mean, and I don't think you'll ever pretend to be the perfect parent, as you said, it, it doesn't exist. Um, but you know what, we still talk, um, and I would consider you one of my best friends. So you've clearly done something right there. So uh, I guess if you if you're listening and you're thinking about going into parenting, or if you're you're freaked out about the idea or something, then maybe this episode will make you feel a bit more human and. <laughs> <laughs> and real because we all go through the same sort of shit yeah um one of the uh one of the things we've talked about briefly today and mm. you challenged slightly and talked about for- forgetting versus forgiveness yeah um i don't think anybody truly forgets if they've been hurt by something absolutely not no i, I think that's a lie or a myth or a pretense I, I think you only really move beyond something if you're forgiven. So um, I'm going to say this to you now, and you can do what the heck you like with it. Okay. I forgive you. Oh, God. I, I, I get this is supposed to be a nice thing, but my initial reaction is, what have I done? No. <laughs> I, just, I guess it's just a general. For everything. I've talked in these talks about things that have been difficult or hurtful or challenging. Mm. I I just, like I did with my dad, I free you from it. You don't need to think about it or be anxious about it or worry about any of it. And I love the fact that we can talk openly. Mm. You st- 
still are a little bit defensive sometimes in some areas, but then so am I in some areas. Yeah. So perhaps we need to forgive each other. And the idea is not letting somebody get away with stuff. That's not what forgiveness means. It means about letting go of the hurt. Freeing yourself from that thing that hurt you. Yeah. So, I forgive you. Well, uh, as well, because you're the perfect parent, you don't need it. But I forgive you too. I'm glad you've acknowledged that on, <laughs> and I would like that to be in the main recording. Thing. No, absolutely, we'll cut. Hundred percent. I just, I'll, I'll find a, I'll find a fart sound effect. <laughs> Oh, I tell you what, I know, I know we're wrapping up, but I think it, it came up earlier in the podcast. I don't know wh- what episode it was, but I, I made a comment about putting a fart in instead. And uh, I want you guys to know, I don't think we ever talked about this, but I spent an hour and a half looking for the perfect fart sound effect. <laughs> and I put it in and it didn't work. It didn't feel right. You have way too much time on your hands, Josh. I do. Yeah. I think someone's at the door, Al. For sake. You got, it's fine, go. Right. Let's, hope, <laughs> let's hope they've got clothes on. <laughs> I don't think she heard that, but that's funny. It's really funny because I could like see him in his high vis jacket, just like peering behind the microphone outside the window. <laughs> Ooh, someone's gonna pass. <laughs> I've got that weird, curious mind though. That's gonna be desperate to know what's inside the box, even though it's none of my bloody business. Take time, Alice. Don't worry. We're all right. <laughs> Don't rush. Sorry about that. I don't. That. No, it's fine. Again, because of the video, I can't tell if you were being real or sarcastic there, Dad. <laughs> and that's the way we keep it. <laughs> the Long Answer is a Greenwall audio production, edited by Josh Reist and produced by Alice Leonard. If you like this episode, please do rate and share it because uh, it honestly does make a world of difference to us. And for more episodes, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Yeah.